see your Valley Chevy dealers. to Fox Sports 910 and Backspin, the golf show presented by Pig. Play your best. It's Mike Bauer. It's the man from Vans, Rick Levy. Speaking of Rick Levy, beat the pro. Man, we got ourselves a monster pot, so make sure to stay tuned for that. Beat the pro a little bit later in the show. We'll catch up with Corey Matheson from Girls Golf. She's she's not here today. She's got a big tournament for Girls Golf Arizona. Uh, so that's coming up next segment. But Arizona Golf Hall of Famer Bill Huffman. Uh, we tried to catch up with our friend George McNeely last week from Bay Hill, but hey, let's we'll just upgrade it. And we'll catch up with him this week from the players. What do you say? Sounds perfect. And and our connection this week sounds great with George. George McNeely joins us. George, thank you so much for taking time out of your uh, out of your day there at the players in uh, in in Ponte Verde in there uh, out just outside Jacksonville. Thank you for taking time to jump on with us. You know, Mike, you bring a lot of enthusiasm to the show. I used to have to caffeinate when I would come on there with Pazov and, and these guys, but you are really exuberant, first thing. I just want you to know that. Don't tell him that, George. Yeah. I am, know, we're I, trying to keep him humble. It's not been easy. He changed his name to Ace right off the bat, you know? So, I got you. how many players have you been to in your lifetime? I first set foot on this iconic piece of grass 39 years ago when Freddie Couples beat Lee Trevino by a shot. Of course, then and every year since, the debate continues as to whether the PGA Tour's premier regular season event should be considered golf's fifth major. I know you and Rick and Mike touched on that. I would say to you, though... If it were ever to happen, we got to change the record books. We got to acknowledge Calvin Pete, Jody Mudd, Stephen Ames. How about KJ Choi and call them major winners? I don't think we're going to resolve that debate today, but we got ourselves something pretty enormously entertaining and a made for TV golf tournament that awards a hell of a lot of money $25 million purse, $4.5 million to the winner. And I think it's anyone's guess two rounds into it. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you, George. It, it doesn't look like there's any one person that is going to boat race this field. So the question is, does it come out of somebody like, uh, I mean, Scotty Scheffler? Does he make his move this weekend? Uh, what, who do you see as the, as the likely man to take home that 4.5? I picked Scheffler a week ago to win this tournament, and he's standing two shots back to begin round three. Let's talk about what's ensued the last couple of days. Many fans enjoy this event even more than some of the established majors due to the unpredictable nature of the island green that you've talked about, Bill. Case in point, Chad Ramey, the former Mississippi State standout, a one-time winner on the tour, Won one of those opposite field events. He fires a bogey-free opening round of eight under par 64. And he's leading two-time major winner Colin Marikawa by a shot after the opening round. Here's what Ramey had to say after doing so. And remember, this guy arrived in Pontevedra, ranked world number 225. (laughs) It, it gives me the confidence, and I mean, deep down, there's 
I, I believe I belong out here. I believe I can beat them. It's just, you know, I'm a matter of, I guess, proving to everybody else that I can. But, but I mean, it, it's nice to see, you know, my name up there with them because I did win an opposite field event, but a win's a win in my book, so I'm not going to complain. So I met him at the John Deere Classic. I knew who he was, but I go to the world rankings and I, I hit the website and I'm scrolling. And I keep scrolling. And I'm scrolling down, and as I say, he was <laughs> world number 225 coming into Jacksonville. And he's still in front most of Friday, about as good as it gets. He gets to 10 under par, leading through about 12 holes. Then on 17, splish, splash, taking a bath twice, quintuple bogey. For those who don't speak quintuple and all that <laughs> stuff, that's a, that's a seven on the infamous par three. And he plunges back to earth. Play was suspended in the 4 o'clock hour yesterday afternoon due to weather. Round two is in the books, finally, as you alluded to a few minutes ago in the opening of your show. Canada's Adam Svensson holding a two-shot lead heading into round three, which commences for him in uh, about an hour and a half. Hot on the heels of Svensson's golf shoes is the aforementioned Scotty Scheffler. My pick heading into this event. And he kind of snuck in under the rainy radar, if you will. He shoots a four under par round on Thursday, goes three under in round two. And here were his thoughts. This is one of those places when you're hitting the ball really well and you're getting the ball in position, there's a lot of birdies to be had. But as you start to miss fairways and get out of position, you can go the opposite way very quickly. And so I don't anticipate someone shooting eight under every day and you know finishing at 32 this week i think the scores are kind of going to ebb and flow and we'll see what happens but i'm definitely happy with how i how i played today i, I think he's going to win this thing but then again i've been wrong before i've been right a couple of times he's <laughs> uh, he's definitely one of the top three players in the world i mean there's no doubt about that and i i can't i can see him definitely definitely winning this thing because it seems like this tournament does produce pretty good winners, okay? You know, guys who have, you know, some badge of courage and stuff like that. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, well, there's Craig Perks, but, you know, I'm just saying that overall, this is a tournament that it will produce a true champion. And I don't know if that's because of the golf course, because as I said, it's really hard. It's a really hard golf course. Um, but, I, I agree with you totally, George. Thanks. You know, Scott, I mentioned... Scott, that's the first time we've ever agreed, isn't it? <laughs> I was going to say, we should note this and maybe have someone put it on a news release um, uh, that, that we agreed. You, you know, there's uh, there's actually a lot of firsts on this show today, George, because we I don't think we've ever had a guest that has his own clips, and that is awesome. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's well, spectacular. But, he's got his own clips. I love that. I mean, that's I mean, why he's, is, he's a great broadcaster. Come on now. It's awesome. But it, it, so are you traveling through all the tournaments on the on the Florida Swing? Will you, will you touch them all? I mean, you're, you're yeah, last I, week. I, and will you be at Valspar yeah, next week? Yeah, I'll be at Valspar this week. And if you want some clips next week, we'll lay them on you. George, I'm curious. Uh, any word about... Tiger Woods floating among the players or the fans down in uh, at Sawgrass? Well, I got really excited. I didn't see him, though, uh, at Sawgrass, but I got really excited because I was looking at Tracy West, the executive director of the Valspar's entry list that got sent to me on 
Friday, and I saw W-O-O-D, and I'm thinking, oh, great. Then I saw it was Gary Woodland. <laughs> I, I, I like Gary Woodland. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's good. You open, but it wasn't the guy you were thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad he's lo- he's kind of low-key. Tiger. Hey, I'm talking about Tiger. <laughs> At this <laughs> moment in time. I, I mean, he's... He's kind of busy right now, you know. Breaking up is hard to do. It and, is, and it's and breaking up in in a very very interesting way in terms of uh, you know from what we've heard from the story and taking her to the airport and then changing the locks on the house and all that. So I, I, I think we have a new country western song coming. The, a country western song. It's a it's a reality TV show. It's a soap opera. Whatever it is, uh, but unfortunately, George, we're up against it. You're a radio pro. You're you're a legend in broadcasting. You know what it's like. We're 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 beholden to the clock. So uh, we are going to have to break up with you. Unfortunately, George. Thank you. <laughs> for taking some time with us. We will not change the locks, though. You are welcome to join us anytime in the future, George. And I won't litigate. I'm good. <laughs> Thank goodness. There's too much litigation in and, and, and off the course right now in the world of golf. George from, uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at McNeelyComs, uh, at McNeely Communications. George McNeely, tremendous broadcaster. Uh, thank you so much for joining us from the players. Appreciate it, George. Thanks, guys. Talk soon. There you go. First ever guest to bring their own actualities, to actually play audio cuts for he's, us. He's, he's voice of America. Bauer. He is. He, he's, he's a tremendous, yeah. tremendous voice, uh, knows, knows the game inside and out, and so great to join us this week. Um, he has now raised the bar. I fully expect Corey Matheson, who joins us next, uh, to bring in some audio cuts or something like that. Heck, you know, in the past, when she's joined us from events, she did interview adorable small children, so that may happen. Corey joins us next on Backspin.